Hello, welcome to another wonderful episode of House of House. Uh, my name is Andrew Taven. And I'm Lenny Burnham, and we are talking about the episode Detox. This is the one with the guy from Trial and Error, and he's having sex with Amanda Seyfried. He comes in, and for a lot of the episode, they think that he has lupus because they haven't seen the memes. And then it turns out it was a deadly combination of termites and losing weight from bad hospital food. Yes, and joining us today to talk about this episode is a good friend of mine, comedian Aton Levine. Uh, you might recognize him from, uh, he's written in the New York Times, and he was also a writer on Amazon's Inside the Boys, which is not quite as sexy as it sounds, but almost. That's right. And let me just say right here, the Clintons made a lot of money off of coronavirus, and no oh one talks about that enough. Fauci's in the pocket, a big swab. Let's go. Well, you know, but the Fauci will be court-martialed and arrested by the time this comes out. So obviously this is uh, pretty outdated. But um, a, thank you. We need – this is why – It's been built in a Chick-fil-A. Look, we don't long. necessarily agree with everything our guests say, but we believe in truth-telling, yeah. non-censored people. We want to have every opinion uh, that doesn't people, agree with – Don't listen say? to me. Listen to the facts. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah let the facts we do know. i let my facts do my talking i get yeah. all of my facts on facts.edu <laughs> talk to the facts because the face won't listen or yeah. the mouth's too busy the ears what how's that phrase it go uh i don't know but you can hear more of this on my podcast on breitbart uh <laughs> i have my own version of start here yeah breitbart. you have your you have a separate house podcast but yeah. it's all about how house is just a shill for uh big pharma yeah well and, i mean uh, i will say okay pivoting scene he's their number one customer i i the last show that i finished before watching this i swear to god was dope sick and we, did you yeah. guys watch dope sick no. i did did you lenny nope okay dope sick is a brutal look yeah. at the rise of the opioid crisis uh, uh that specifically like highlights the Sackler family and everything yeah um watching an episode of house after watching all of dope sick yeah is absolutely insane it is you're seeing the other side of it. you're just seeing cuz in the show dope sick you follow a doctor who has like a big vicodin problem and not just any doctor yeah, Dr. Fauci. No, it's just yeah. um, uh, Dr. Birdman. Yeah, it's uh it's Michael Keaton. Like it's about Michael Keaton. I mean, like a big plot in that show is Michael Keaton who plays a doctor who gets addicted to Oxycontin. And yeah. he's only making his patients sicker. Meanwhile, Dr. Uh, House needs Vicodin, is doing it in front of his patients, literally yeah. in front of the pharmacist in this episode. How do the pharmacists not? Am I going out of order here? No, it's fine. I mean, you can. Well, we will. We'll, we'll talk about your experience with House. We'll talk about as long as you brought up uh, Dope Sick. You only wait for the Billions report later on to talk about shows that aren't House. But <laughs> I will say it is wild. Like watching Dope Sick right now, having it come out right now, kind of feels like when like Chernobyl came out. Yeah. And I actually haven't seen Chernobyl. I know it's great. It's whatever. But oh, you uh, got it. Chernobyl was. I know. You got there's I mean, it's sad that you won't be able to watch it during the beginning of the pandemic when I 
watch because yeah. I watched it before the pandemic and then the pandemic happened and then I watched it again in the beginning of the pandemic and it is I mean it's just an it's such a crazy mapping it's exactly what Chernobyl yeah. is exactly what happened uh, I let Liz America. watch it without me so we're, we're not gonna watch together and we're not when it, she's not there I just watch anime so yeah. there you go um but uh but you know, maybe you've got to watch Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. <laughs> Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba is such a crazy mapping onto everything related to the coronavirus. Honestly, not kinda. <laughs> but um, I don't know. The uh, Muzan Kitsubushi is like the Doctor Fauci of the demons when you think about it. Um, no, actually, didn't Donald Trump Jr. tweet that? <laughs> probably no yeah there was that one there was like that the weird thing about because there was that tweet like a month everything passes so fast by the time this comes out i assume people uh we're already going to be dealing with uh the second annual january 6th capital storming or whatever wait so. for everyone's sanity i'm going to pivot back to the show because we'll go on Okay, fine. Was, was yes. that you, no, you're I, right. Yeah. <laughs> this is everyone see, Lenny, this is why it's uh this is why it's always good to have uh to have guests who I've known for years every so often because they know how to try and abort <laughs> whatever I'm doing. I, I know the conversation we're about to have. I've been to bar trivia. Yeah. <laughs> but um no no, I, I'll just There's say about a scene dope in fit. this episode where House buys a bunch of so he he gets a prescription for a bunch of Vicodin and he just does it right in front of the pharmacy. Yeah, who doesn't alert anyone? Well, that's the thing is that they're all like, but he's so good, he's so good, he can be. This is like, the or first is that just, one, I think. or is the pharmacist on oxy and has no idea? <laughs> they're all every it just turns out everyone's just on something at Princeton Plainsboro. The, the thing Burger was like one of those pill dispensaries from, from dope sick. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say the thing, the only thing I was going to draw a comparison between dope sick and Chernobyl is like Chernobyl came out at a time when in my opinion, it'd be good for people to be understanding and trusting of uh, nuclear power. And then dope sick comes out like right when they're like, Everyone needs to trust the FDA. They said the vaccine's good. And then dope sick drops. And it's like, did you know that Rudy Giuliani paid the FDA like yeah. $500,000 to get this guy a job so they'd lie yeah. about Oxycontin? I mean, it's like Chernobyl. Dope sick was like Chernobyl in that you're seeing like government, inept uh, government ineptitude. Like that was. Wait, like I thought Chernobyl was like Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. I wish I could help you with this bit. <laughs> The aristocrats. Any okay. of, except for Demon Slayer. I've never heard any of those words before. Yeah, I wonder why that is. Maybe get out, explore some other cultures. I can't go outside. I have coronavirus. Oh, <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us in this distanced. Uh, yeah. Lay took the especially good. Uh, you've got six six feet. Forget that. You got six thousand miles. Miles. Hey. On, I don't think that's how far. That just the numbers um but okay this episode had your experience you had watched house but not recently you told me yeah i used to watch it i mean i watched it a while ago i don't know how much of it i watched i definitely remember the ending of this the show the show but i also could have just watched the ending because i watched the beginning of the show and you were like how did it end and then you were like oh, know how the motorcycle it did it, can i say how it ended yeah the motorcycle yeah. with with the we'll get there his eventually. friend has cancer or something. Yeah. Um, yeah, I that's 
that's literally so I haven't watched it in a while, which was weird because watching this episode, are they all this crazy? Um most? Lenny, would you say most or would you say I do think this one was a little crazier than the than the average. Maybe not crazier than the median. Does that make sense? Okay. That makes sense. Yeah. Cause I think most of them are pretty crazy, and then just a few of them are really not. And that's so on average, it you know. I mean, this one was um, wild. They dig up. Yeah. Do we go in order? Like, how does this uh, 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 podcast work? Do we go in order or like? You need kind of. You don't need to stick super hard to it, but it's it starts out. It's got like you said. I think like the very first thing is him getting a Vicodin refill from the pharmacist. No, the first thing is really Freed getting boinked. That's right, because of course yeah. you've got your cold open. This yeah. is the second episode. I, Lenny, I saw your tweet. I think both of us had like our first note was like, "Wow, another fucking episode." <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> this is the second episode that begins with a an uncertain, uncircumcised. guy who will become yeah, an uncircumcised. Zoom in yeah. specifically. Uh, they actually, you know. Uh, spoiler alert say, he's sick because his foreskin's full of termites they yeah. pulled back his foreskin and oh no crawled out house the the doctor punches it the dad punches out house why are you looking under my son's foreskin have you and checked your son's foreskin what are you saying the foreskin does your son have foreskin <laughs> foreskin <laughs> <laughs> they said they literally this is it is like the equivalent that i just described of almost exactly what happens in a later episode yeah. where they're doing like surgery on this girl and uh house runs in and i think that also there's a dad trying to beat him up because he figures out that she has a tick that they couldn't find and it's like under her labia or like something so he's like he's like wow what are you doing and then he holds up the tick so like that yeah. but he said he's like rustling around under this guy's foreskin yeah. who's it lenny you knew who this guy was lenny is very good at knowing who... yeah he's he's the star of the nbc sitcom trial and error and also he, he in familiar. election is the guy who counted the results and like shakes his head at the end and his dad is uh his dad in this episode is the teacher who was having sex with tracy flick it's a okay. little election reunion. Oh, they're okay. Whoa. So is he, is he is trial and error a sitcom about a judge? No, a it's, lawyer. It's, isn't lawyer. it? It's okay. like it's it's a whole like the like courtroom thing though. Mm-hmm. Isn't it's like a full like law comedy? It's a law like movie. a spoof of like the staircase. You know that documentary? Yeah, it's a spoof of that. Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, this episode was I the, the drug abuse, the rampant drug. So, like, the big thing in this episode was that the head of the hospital, who is so liable for ma- for malpractice if anything yeah, goes Dr. wrong, Cuddy. cannot overstate this enough. She's currently employing an opioid addict, who she makes a bet with about how much he's an opioid addict. And she doesn't just give him time off. That's the crazy thing. She's like, you're going to detox, but you have to keep coming to work every day. Which is like, my God. If if she ever ran for governor or something. Yeah. This is the kind of stuff that leaks. Let's see. Yeah, they just pull out a huge file of oppo research. They're like, well, during your time at Princeton Plainsboro, uh, you did something 
every did you, week. Did you get an opioid addict that he couldn't do drugs for a week and his reward was not having to go and do work for the for the low paying clients? <laughs> it's also yeah, it's also that he ends up i mean we, we shouldn't this uh, we should maybe save uh for a little later in the episode but the way he figures out what's wrong in this case is like on the level of soothsaying like he might as well have said like bring me the bones and yeah. then tossed them into a fire and was like the smoke says it's this kind of poisoning like i do think that's one of the worst parts of the house formula is the thing of like like in the pilot when they mention pork and she's he's like you didn't tell me she has ham in her fridge it's like what the fuck are you talking about why would anyone tell you this shit house it's also funny because that moment comes after the kid shits blood yeah that kid so in the middle of the at the i guess like three quarters of the way into the episode the kid just goes like, I think I wet myself. And they're like, oh, don't worry, bud. Happens to happens to me. I, yeah. I, I wet myself the other day. Yeah, Dr. Chase is like, Crikey, I wet myself every time I see a Rue. Boy. Yeah. We call that shrimp in a barbie. <laughs> That's yeah. He pulls back the blood. And then the kid has blood all over his butt. He just And then, and then House literally goes like, wait. Blood out of the asshole? Well, no, it's because no, that'd be almost reasonable. It's because the kid was hallucinating oh, and yeah. saying Jude. Jude, right? Jude, yeah, or is it Lucy? Judah is oh, it's something like <laughs> wait. I have it's such a thing, they keep saying it. Okay, saying dirty Jew, dirty, yeah, dirty Jew, dirty Jew off me, get your Jew hands, yeah. And I'm like, this seems a lot. And then House is like, is there a cat? Cats are famously anti-Semitic. Uh, <laughs> the the thing, so the, the we'll well let's we'll get back to there, but let's we'll jump back a little bit. Um, so yeah, they oh she kind of uh, Lay, I thought you might have thoughts on this because she, she Amanda Seyfried in the beginning kind of Ferris Bueller's uh this kid yeah. into using his dad's car because she wants to drive the car. Yeah. And you think it's going to be, they, they, they trick you. You think this is going to be a, a fucking open. Yeah. But they the, go, uh, like she the, keeps on going like, Oh, you want me? You want me daddy? Oh, yeah. You she's like, you want to start the engine? It gets more and more clear. She's like, you want to shift into sex drive? Yeah. <laughs> you want to stick um, it inside of my vagina style? Uh, this is, you think this was, you were ready for a cold open. Oh, this is a hot this open. Is a hot open. <laughs> Uh, I'm surprised I didn't say that the last time it opened with fucking. Maybe I did. In Hollywood, they call this a Stardo in Fuego. This is yeah. a hot stuff. <laughs> yeah. Um, so then, then they, she steals the, the dad's uh, porch. The, the dad's yeah. porch. Yeah, which what if Cameron and Ferris were fucking? <laughs> I, I thought that was the subtext. I might be. That's why Ferris, uh, that's why uh, yeah, cause, Connor Roy looks so sad when he sees... Yeah. Uh, them like goofing around in the pool yeah he's like oh well he's uh, never I mean, gonna leave her but i think the fucked up thing is that ferris is just in it for connor's money yeah it's, that is you know it's a he isn't a great friend but it also is regressive in regards to the economical uh dynamics do you remember when they teased no that there was going to be a ferris bueller sequel they did this there were a How? few years yes. i think they stopped i don't I, do you not remember this 
No, but he can't. Doesn't he have like a, a Michael Fox disease? No, I think he ran someone over with a car. <laughs> That's the other affliction that Hollywood people sometimes get. Um, the Jenner. But effect. he um, allegedly, I don't. Yeah, Jenner and uh, did Matthew. Bro- Let me look it up. Matthew Broderick. I mean, you have a hell of an excuse. Yeah. Uh, that's one. That's one crazy oh, excuse. He he was driving on the wrong side of the street in Ireland. Well, you gotta you gotta learn about that before um, you do. This is something Ferris Bueller would probably do. Uh, let's see. Oh no. Hmm. Oh. Oh. Well. This is a real bummer. You you can look it up at home if you want. Jeez. Uh, well, yeah, not so. Uh, well, that that's unfortunate. But before, I mean, look, there's a lot of reasonable things, criticism of like quote unquote cancel culture and whatever and Twitter. But it is it is also no, there saying isn't. Something. You're a coward. Continue. Yeah, you're right. It is saying something. That uh, before, let's say, the year 2000, uh, famous people could just run over someone with their cars and it would just be like, I don't know, a family guy joke or something. Like Peter would be like, wow, this is the worst thing since I got in Matthew Broderick's car or whatever. Well, there is like, I think that the the loop of it all, because then you hear this one story and then you're going to, at some point, Netflix is going to make a documentary where you feel really bad for Matthew Broderick. And then it comes out like there's a there's a full circle of stuff at this point where it's like anything that Family Guy ever made fun of now gets its own Netflix thing that explains why you shouldn't be making fun of that thing. And then, you know, it does this like loop around where then you find out a little bit more information where where you're like, oh, the Netflix thing left that information out and it's actually pretty bad. Is there a specific thing you're you're referring to here? Like the Michael Vick stuff, I think. Oh, all the stuff. Okay. I mean, like any, all the uh, what's her face, the one who killed Amanda, Amanda Knox. Knox. Yeah, it is like all the uh, Family Guy made an Amanda Knox jokes. I'm sure Family Guy made Casey Anthony jokes. Although probably, you know, Casey I think Anthony they did lives with her defense attorney. Do you know that? That sounds like it's there's probably some ethical thing where they were at least I hope they at least filed a report. Okay, wait, back to house, though. Yeah, let's. uh, So, yeah, because the thing that would come out in the oppo research against the lady that runs the hospital is that she then let a doctor who she knew was going through withdrawals handle patients. Yeah. Yeah, that's not ideal. And also, like, but the but the one thing I will say, I know you said it's a while since you watched the show. His, he acts pretty similarly to how he does in other episodes. He's just sweatier. He's like sweaty, there's like, yeah. like there's a part where he's like, <laughs> where he like says something rude to the dad, where the dad's like, they're like, we have to rush him in. Uh, his liver's failing, and the dad's like, is that bad? And House is like, no, it's great. People don't yeah. need livers, and they're like, House, how dare you? It's like House has said. No, but it was funny because the dad goes, wait, what? <laughs> like the dad doesn't really? get the joke which is the complete pro- which like of course the dad doesn't get the joke yeah like, did the house expect the dad to go like oh that's funny oh that's good, good, man. <laughs> i see why oh man 
They, they, no, okay, no, wait, I, I just, <laughs> I, I still in the jumping back to the opening for a little bit because they're, they're doing the driving and they like, she notices that he like coughs blood or something and she turns back and then she does this like Tokyo drift under the car semi trailer. Yeah. <laughs> that was literally, it had that happened in Fast and the Furious too. It actually happens in most Fast and the Furious movies. <laughs> they, they have to get that part in. At some point in every Fast and the Furious movie, a car does drive under a truck for a little bit and then drives out the other side. Yeah, and then uh, I literally was like typing in my notes, like as I was watching it, I was like, uh, "Oh, like oh yeah, oh no, fuck yeah, uh oh," because they like do that and then they get hit by a different car. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is one. Every house episode can be divided into uh, house doesn't want to see a patient that he should. Or house has interest in a patient he shouldn't. he shouldn't. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. And this is one of the house doesn't want to see this patient. Um, and they have to like convince him that he's interesting. Cause at first they're like, he's bleeding. And he's like, Yeah, he we're was all in a car bleeding. crash. We're human. Yeah, we're all bleeding. <laughs> Everybody bleeds. The house uh, he's so sarcastic. He's such an asshole on set. House, he's dying. We're all dying. Get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I'm, you think he's in pain? I'm in pain. House's <laughs> his foot got ripped off. So what? I got ripped off once on this jacket. It cost too much. Bah! And then he walks away. Like, that's... I once just... did... Uh, I once did... Um, he's such a bad else? employee. Uh, So, yeah. So then Cuddy d- d- dares him to go a week without taking Vicodin, which I once did after uh, a bachelor. Not Vicodin. I've gone... Yeah. my life without taking That's Vicodin. Crazy. But like, Wait, yeah. Taven, you did a um, week without Vicodin? What? Yeah, and I was a doctor during that week only. <laughs> um, I, I did go a week. being a comic. Uh, I've been a week without... Uh, yeah, just all right. Well, that was fun. <laughs> um, I mean, I've done many... This Now under, you know, the various ins and outs and waves and whatever of the last couple of years, I've had a, multiple weeks where I didn't drink it all but like there was a while where doing stand-up you know i probably think there was a good portion of my life where i probably didn't go more than a week without drinking some amount at some point and then uh i had after my brother-in-law's bachelor party where i drank a lot and my now uh wife uh was like oh you should maybe take a week off drinking and i still went to shows and mics and stuff and i at the end of the week i was like all right well you know it is good sometimes to be like okay i'm not an alcoholic like i was able to do that but also i don't know if you've ever been to a mic sober it's not anything you want to do i mean mo- i'm 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 usually i'm no i know you you don't drink mics. that much yeah no i would say i i get that though i think that i've never i've gone like weeks without drinking and have not noticed but i feel like if i was into heroin or something like i noticed yeah i can't go a week without heroin that sounds crazy you know what i yeah. mean not that i'm on it would, heroin but if i was into it would heroin, be really funny if house was just i mean i don't know if it'd be really funny but if house was just about an alcoholic doctor <laughs> who was just like drunk on the job instead of taking <laughs> yeah, like into bodies yeah Ugh. um yeah. so yeah they do this guy whatever he's interesting for some reason they're doing uh 
they the, the dad says that like because they talk about the car i guess the the, the dad also from... hates Amanda seafree that's another like random plot yeah. line is that the dad is, is thinks that Amanda seafree's uh bad influence probably he's right i mean they were <laughs> fucking they were fucking and then got into an almost car accident Within the first, he almost gets minutes. them both killed. Yeah. I mean, like after you know, that like, episode, after that whole thing, I would, if I was a dad, I would not let my son near Amanda Seyfried. It is, yeah, it is weird because she visits him at the hospital and she's like, "Your dad hates me," and it's like, kind yeah, of, I know, I would understand that. And he's like, he's just pissed about his car. It's like, yeah, yeah, for good <laughs> reason. First off, your dad, right? Dad's stressed right now. Okay, yeah. he's dealing with this hospital shit. That's so funny to make it about her. If anything, he's like pretty tolerant. Yeah. He's like, she he lets him like she's face. there. He's not like yelling at her. He doesn't press charges as far as I know. Like, Wait, that's so funny that the first thing that she says to him after he like wakes up is like, oh, Dylan, you're up. Your dad's being weird. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's just that that attractive person bubble she's like oh, yeah. why isn't he being nice to me all the time attractive when i walked people... into the hospital your dad wasn't like oh it's so great to see you <laughs> yeah i'm so glad my son landed a hottie <laughs> no, one's paying, no one's paying attention to me everyone's <laughs> yeah. paying attention to you the person in the bed <laughs> there's this a way is, that I hot think... people cross the street where they don't hot people cross the street differently than, than regular people cross the street that's a fact they don't look at traffic as much as regular people look at traffic. I'm not even joking. This is like a hot people crossing the street like this. <laughs> regular people, yeah. they're crossing the street like this. They're crossing oh, the street traffic. <laughs> hot people assume that the cars are going to stop for them, and they're right. Yeah. <laughs> it's because they, if you're really hot, you can stand on the train tracks and they'll go around you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It cartoonishly picks up its wheels like a skirt. And then like yeah. <laughs> and it goes above you like like old yeah. timey like the let's all go to the movies popcorn yeah 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 <laughs> like wacky racers yeah um the okay is Amanda Seyfried the I think to this point Amanda Seyfried might be the as of 2021 what actually when you're listening to this as of 2022 most famous person to have appeared on the show so far. Are you thinking right? at, wait, are you thinking at the time? I don't think no, so. No, as of 2022. Oh. That we've seen. Yeah. Because I think she, I think she's the most famous. There hasn't been like uh, anyone. First of all, Hugh no, They haven't, I mean, they haven't no, really had big guests so far. Well, she probably, and she wasn't that big then. No, she, that's what I was she, thinking yeah, when you yeah, said that. No. Like, no, she wasn't big then, but yeah, probably of the ones we've seen so far is the most famous person. We've it's seen. the most where you go, like the one who most makes you go, Whoa, is that Amanda Seyfried? Yeah. Like, it's normal for me. I see Amanda <laughs> Seyfried all the time. I literally, well, Aton was telling us, I don't know if I can mention, well, you, this was a thing you did uh, as a part of a project. So I guess I can mention where you were embedded with paparazzi. You were saying, yeah. Aton's like, I see Amanda Seyfried all the time. Like through a window, like, you know, <laughs> that was, uh, I watch her eat her blueberry muffin. Oh no! Sobbing. The uh, surprise every morning. <laughs> yeah, I look. We look. We're like, oh, good bit. And then we look up like an Amanda Seyfried interview, and she's like on Jimmy Fallon, being like, yeah. So I'm eating my blueberry muffin, and I look up, and Aton Levine. Bum, bum, bum. She's um, so lucky. She's I think. Strong. Do you think? Okay, current day. Because I was talking about like people who aren't 
regular cast members because obviously of the regular cast members hugh laurie is the most famous because he's house like um, epps is very famous (laughs) dracula 2000 baby yeah is is i don't know if today in 2022 doesn't what's her name come on in like the second or third season yeah olivia Olivia wilde yeah olivia wilde's in the show olivia wilde's pretty famous i think hugh laurie it's it's weird Hugh Laurie is famous for being such a specific enduring character. Like if you had said in maybe 2015, 2016, I think I'd say like, oh, Amanda Seyfried's more famous than Hugh Laurie. But now it's almost like legacy that Hugh Laurie is maybe, maybe more famous than Amanda Seyfried now. I don't know. Uh, I, uh... Cause like the same number of people, more or less, it's kind of a constant. I will say like those are, know. those are very equal famous people, ironically. Kind of. Yeah. I mean, Hugh Laurie is just, is like famous in the way that someone like Adam West was famous, where they're just so associated with a specific no, TV character. Not just house. I mean, like, I feel I like mean, before had, like Hugh Laurie, obviously house was probably his biggest thing, but he was known for like, yeah, Fry and Lori. Things, but even like Veep, he was like big. I like Veep was massive, and he was yeah. Like but Veep, on. Veep was huge. But also, when Hugh Laurie showed up on Veep, it was like, oh, it's Hugh Laurie, most famous for being House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but like, I mean, but I'll put it this way: there's like some people can't escape like their character. Hugh Laurie could escape his character, and like, I think i don't know for me when i watch him on veep there's a part of me and maybe it's because i co-host a house podcast i was about to say also you're so biased here because you're literally in charge of house of house uh there is a part of like i don't know i maybe i'm crazy but i'm the only whenever i see him i can only see house (laughs) there's just a part of me that when i saw him as tom and he's very good in veep part of me is also like oh that's interesting he's playing a very he's playing a very different type He's still doing like, you know, where he's playing like this very gregarious, everyone loves him, like, you know, almost like the opposite. Um, But uh, this is also when, because then, so he's, you know, they're trying to figure out what's wrong with the kid. Um, There's a part where Wilson. You know what that kid needed to do? Huh? You know what that kid needed to do? Needed to vote. What, what do you need to do? Needed to vote Republican. Oh, okay. You can uh, on my podcast every uh, Breitbart Live, baby. He's gonna cut in arbitrarily. <laughs> off of... I feel like there was a better moment you could have waited for to call back to that bit. No, that was perfect. <laughs> I, thought I, I thought I nailed it. Uh, All right, you know what? I, I won't contradict you. The um, the, the he has a masseuse. Wilson brings in this attractive masseuse and house is like god get her out of oh, here yeah like, which yeah, is also like the whole joke is that she's supposed to she's supposedly looks so much like a sex worker and it's like she's yeah. in workout clothes at a hospital yeah. like she looks like a masseuse like she's, what the fuck are you talking about she's limbering up <laughs> <laughs> that is true she is limbering up which is a little like i don't know if she maybe just got back from a workout yeah it, it is weird that she looked more like she was gonna like walk him through stretches like she was yeah. there to do yeah. yoga yeah well it is it is it would be like weird. i'm gonna go sexually harass this masseuse yeah this poor yeah. woman the, the thing she's doing, is... but okay but i will say this you know far be it for me for slut shaming she is doing stretches 
in front of a glass mirror right next to a doctor meeting. Like the meeting is happening. Yeah. She's watching House. It's not a two-way mirror. She's yeah, aware that everyone is like... staring at her. Uh, but and then the thing but also like I don't know if it's like a pride thing because he doesn't want to admit that he's in pain, but I feel like in any other episode, House would have just hired a masseuse to give him a massage while they're doing the meeting to like bother Cuddy or make his <laughs> team uncomfortable. Like he does those sorts of things all the time. So it's very weird for him to be like, oh gosh, I'm supposed to get a massage in the office. Oh, I'm shy. Like, yeah, I think it's just him and Wilson dancing their dance. Yeah. It's like entirely for Wilson. Yeah. He doesn't want a job. I mean, the whole show is about a guy that doesn't want a job. And it's just it's failing a, his way. Yeah, He's like, it's kind of like office space. <laughs> yeah. not, I mean, like, House is literally just like, I don't want this job. Here's a promotion. I'm going <laughs> to touch on this in the Billions update, but we got a free um, Apple. We did got like three months of free Apple TV. And there's like six, like Apple TV is like, they were like, look, we're going to make six shows. So yeah. you better like them all. <laughs> Um, and we'll also the, we'll buy the rights to Greyhound or whatever it's called with the Tom Hanks yeah, movie with Finch. Do you want? I mean, okay, there is not a lot of stuff on Apple TV, but I will say they have the Beastie Boys documentary that was really good. But the uh, the I believe you. Maybe we'll uh, we probably won't. They're the best rappers. Yeah. <laughs> no, they, <laughs> they're not the they, best rappers. They're tweet at eight, so the the. Uh, there's a thing, Billy Crudup's character. Have either of you seen The Morning Show? Nah. Yes, but I have to watch the second season still. Okay, this you'd still know from the first one, but Billy Crudup's character is literally that guy. I made a meme out of this and tweeted it, but Billy Crudup's character is literally... He's the weather guy. No, no, no. You're thinking of, um, I don't know what that actor's name is, but Billy Crudup is the producer. He plays guy in charge of the network. Yeah, he's Dr. Manhattan. Yeah. Um, he's big fish, but, uh, so he's Billy Crudup is literally like in that one Simpsons where, uh, Lisa cuts in and starts talking during like a radio show. And the guy's like, should we cut her off? He's like, no, let her talk. I'm trying to get fired. Like that's Bill, Bill Crudup in every single episode. Um, so house. Yeah. It's, it feels like he's trying to get fired. It is a little unclear when we used to have a segment about this until it got very repetitive. But how House isn't fired ever. Yeah, like he gets I mean, fired sometimes in some episodes in some seasons. He's gotten fired, I think, at least twice. I mean, he's got to at least be on probation. He is a he is straight up has an oxycontin problem, and he uses the hospital to feed his addiction. In fact, wrote, so they know he's she's. It's just crazy to me that the person in charge of the hospital. Is literally like he's like I bet you have an addiction. Like it's so <laughs> want to bet. Like yeah. <laughs> next you next can week, handle patients while you're figuring out. Next week she should she should be like all right that was fun. Yeah. New bet. Yeah. Do you think you could do your job on twice your dose? Of <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Let's Early. see how we could do- yeah. <laughs> Just to mix things up combinations. Um. Okay. There's, I wrote, there's a note I have where I just wrote, no, and I think it was when they stuck needles in his eye. Oh, God, I know, yeah. I hate 
house will just like fill you with very specific fears of like possible yeah. tests you could need someday. Awful. They okay. do because the kid gets a blood clot in his eye. Yeah. And uh, sorry, I have my mother-in-law. I was about to like show on the uh, video chat we're on. My mother-in-law is a thing that like you're not supposed to phrase things in terms of oneself or a specific person. Like you're supposed to be like, oh, if a person would have tested positive for COVID and you're not supposed to show it on your body. Mm -hmm. So I'm like gradually just accumulating all of these like old Russian superstitions, <laughs> like a Katamari or something rolling around in uh, Eastern European folklore. But um, Calamari. Katamari. I should, have, I should have picked something more accessible. Uh, yeah, calamari. A calamari, a squid with its <laughs> tentacles reaching out. That's um, the uh, yeah, no, because they they are like, oh, we have to drain. Chase is like, you know, what if we, Crikey, we could drain a little of his Oculus fluid and they'd let what? the clot pass. And I asked Liz, and she wasn't totally sure. I was like, is he just gonna have like a slightly deflated eye forever? Like, do you make more of that? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I, I want to see the follow ups. They never show the follow-ups. The patients who come in, they're like, "Yeah, yeah, you know, I didn't know that I had an ant hill in my arm, but uh, yeah, you know, you figured that well, out." It turns out, the uh, you know, now I'm missing a part of my arm. Yeah. Um, I know House's motto is "Everybody lies," but I realize it's just because he tells people to lie. <laughs> yeah, he would think everyone's lying. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Yeah, because he lies all day. That's why he's yeah. like so suspicious of everybody. Everyone, everyone secretly doing Vicodin. Like, <laughs> yeah, we're all it's a house in the hot dog costume from uh, I think you should leave. We're everyone all to... builds an elaborate persona because they're a great a gay drug yeah. addict. That's just what yeah. people do. You know the thing about all... people, they're all opioid addicts on a crud. Yeah. <laughs> we're all trying one. to find the guy who lied about this. <laughs> Uh, the, okay. So the thing we were talking about earlier when we, when we jumped ahead, so uh, this kid, he's on the bed, he starts hallucinating pretty briefly until he starts bleeding out his butt and he's, where like, he's like scratch off the cat. Yeah. He's like, Jude, Jude, Jude. I, I, don't, I don't think it's Jude. Andrew, I think you're right. so Jewish that you think everyone is a Jude, Jude, hey. Oh, wow. I just came up with a, a terrible, uh, character. Eagles? Which is no, I was gonna say the uh, Nazi Beatles fan. <laughs> I, I just said that. Oh, did you? I didn't hear hey, you. Hey, Jude. Sorry. Hey, Jude. Yeah, yeah. you get the you gist. Saw it at the you heard it at the same exact time. You see where it goes. Yeah, you you get the gist. We call uh, that sorry, wait. Comedy this... where I'm from. Yeah. Okay. Hey. Yes, and you ever heard of Chicago? Uh, That's where they invented uh, insufferable friends. <laughs> Insuffer Speaking of insufferable friends, I saw someone tweet uh, a screen cap of like a Tinder thing that was like, the thing you should know about me is, or like my controversial opinion is like, friends would have been better without Phoebe. And it's just like, that just means you hate poor people, right? You're like picking the one person. Can I be honest? No. I hated friends. I don't know a single thing about friends. I did That's not okay. enjoy it. I, didn't, you, I watched a couple episodes and that was it. You don't have to like friends and you also don't have to hate. I feel like friends became went through this cycle where it was indicative of like everything that's bad. Okay. So I no. Okay. Wait, I'm going to save this for the billions report. Cause let's stay on topic. Save we have a whole section. Yeah. Uh, we have a whole section 
for talking about TV that isn't house. So, um, wait, I'm trying to figure out the, the cat's name. Uh, it was like what? Judy or some shit. Basically, he's going he through this like, thing. He's like, freaking, he's like, Judy's on me. Judy's on me. And then, jewels, jewels, jewels. That was so. It. Yeah, he. So house fixes dirty jewels. Is, is yeah. what they kept on jewels calling him from Cougar Town. He's like, has he been watching <laughs> Cougar Town? Yeah. <laughs> um, he 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 says like jewels, jewels, and house is like he was saying jewels, and they're like, yeah, I don't know, whatever. Who can, he's was having a hallucination, and yeah. and he keeps saying like jewels, and then they're like, like Lenny said, it's the thing where they he, he's like. Oh, it was a cat. He's like, you didn't tell me he had a cat. And I thought it was going to talk so... Yeah. He, like, specifically is like, when you gave me your family history, you didn't mention the cat. And it's like, yeah, because that's not family history. Yeah, they even say it. This, like, this connection doesn't make any sense for so many reasons. Because it's like, either the kid would have to subconsciously know that the thing causing it were the termites that killed the cat. Yeah. Or that the cat was sending him a message from beyond the <laughs> grave. I was like, it doesn't, like, there's no, none of it makes sense that that would equal. No, it, it, it's the leaps in logic. I'd like, okay, it already and would be kind of why wild. Would, if this is such a, cre- if this is such like, at no point did anyone, like, having a cat isn't that rare. So yeah. if that was a possibility, it <laughs> would have been part yeah. of like, the question. It really reminds me of the thing about eating ham, where it's just like, you should just assume that probably yeah. most yeah. people. There's a decent <laughs> chance. More people wouldn't. Like, the, a ham? If he, a succulent ham? And then yeah. he can smash cut to him biopsying a ham. <laughs> like, if you want it like, to do that, it should be like, I don't know, uh, Hasidic Jew who was like sneaking ham or something like some indication that you'd yep. be like, well, we don't have to worry about that, lol. And then it's like, oops. Um, <laughs> but, okay, ham. they we have like the nun who had the IUD or whatever. That's yeah. like a one. That's your sort of like, all right, whatever. So Did she not pee after sex. Yeah, that's so, <laughs> yeah. I yeah, that's what happened. She after sex with Jesus with Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, Do you think Mary they, peed after sex with Jesus with uh with the Holy Ghost? Uh, at some point that. afterwards, probably. <laughs> but do you think she was she had like get up and be like one second? She has like wait a second, go. yeah. I don't want to get IUD because it's understandable. You know? I mean, where would you go? She yeah, be like a, the there's forest, the hay right? pile in the corner. Like I don't know where people peed. What if? Okay, this would be sad, but kind of funny. Okay, Mary has sex with the Holy Ghost, right? And then she's like, I gotta go pee. And she walks outside, but because it's the wilderness, immediately she gets eaten by a tiger. <laughs> That's SNL. Pitch that to this week's uh, this week's SNL. You're right. S- we feel an SNL. The people, the people po- pointing out because the thing they did, because like with Omicron, they were like, "Eh, we shouldn't do live audiences," and so they did the. They, people were showing screen caps of them where it's like some the cast members who weren't on stage were like sitting in the audience to be the audience yeah. and marcia belsky tweeted this is the first 10 years yeah. of stand-up and i was like that's yeah. so good that um i think so that they had a covid problem in i think a lot of the cast got covid i think they said that is i oh, think did they, they acknowledged actually? it i think they did that like a i lot was of them... on shows with like several different writers and yeah 
I mean, I got I got COVID, I think, from a show that I definitely know that another writer that a writer was on. This I I'm I don't know if this makes me like uh I don't know. I don't know. We're still we're gonna have to navigate what what the rest of our lives looks like at some point. Cause I was on a show last Tuesday and I was kind of like dreading being like, Oh, am I going to get a message? Uh, I think I have, you know, Bill Lawrence or not that podcast called who's who books it, who books it. It's just, it's just two comics going. Yeah. So the other week I was on, wait, 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 who books that? And he goes, Oh, and the other one, you know, I was actually on shows and like, like, uh, just trying to figure out who books shows, trying to get on shows. Uh, I'd want to be on that. Who books that? Yeah. Anyway, so uh, they dig up the cat. Yeah, they dig up the cat. And then um, house autopsies. House cat. autopsies a cat. But there is this, this pressing thing that's happening, though, where they think the kid has lupus, so they're going to give him a liver transplant. So yeah. as they're prepping him for surgery, house is also autopsying this cat. And I want to say real quick, this cat looks like Smarf from Too Many Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> this is the fakest looking dead cat autopsy it is it is as if it's the austin powers budget of cat it looks like the like they froze whatever mr jingles is that what the name of yeah, it yeah yeah <laughs> uh so eventually they pull out Haas pulls out a tick he pulls out a blob and then looks at it like uh-oh like this is the blob of answers and then he yeah. runs in to and crystallized I will say, solution this is such a funny scene to me because he r- runs in, he's also so heavily within w- withdrawals. <laughs> yeah, he's like detox. He's like sweaty. He's got pe- like stuff sweaty. under his eyes. He runs in. Well, he crutches into the operating room and just goes, "Stop the surgery!" And everyone's like, "House, what are you doing?" And then he just goes, <coughs> and he coughs on everyone to di- to like contaminate the field. And he coughs on people in their face. And then he like spits on like one of the doctors while he's having withdrawals. And no one says anything. No (laughs) one's like, he's like, Dr. Harani is like, house, have you lost your mind? And house is like, I'm on withdrawals. And and what's his, Dr. Harani, is that his name? That's yeah. I only remember that. It's like he purposely doesn't hear it. So he's like, are you, he's like, are you crazy? And he's like, I'm on withdrawals. And he's like, oh, you must be crazy. Like, like just the, bounces over it. This is what I would say. If you are Dr. Harani or another surgeon and you start going to the operating room 75% into a house episode, yeah. just know He's gonna come. you are not going to make that first cut. This happens so often. Like, yeah. I'm just imagining the surgeons who work here yeah. every other week. They have house rushing into the operating room to being like, don't cut him open. And they're yeah. like, yeah. house this again and there probably wasn't even a liver in that box they were like oh it's a house surgery it'll be empty who cares they just they have to that's how they kind of get like they get him the juices flowing is they know they have to stage a surgery (laughs) because when you stage a surgery in house there's like a 75 percent chance it's a here's how you know if the surgery is being done by one of his doctors and it's completely outside of their specialty that's an early episode surgery that's either that's one that's going to make it worse or it's like for a biopsy if it's being done by like one of the doctors who only shows up to do a surgery that house will interrupt 
that means it's a it's a it's a uh, eureka surgery. Yeah, that will mean that house will rush in and say something like, you know, house, we're about to perform the transplant, and he'd be like, yeah, go ahead and do that if you want his penis to fall off. <laughs> and they'll be like, what is it now? And he'll be like, it'd be funny if they just rolled him if so house walks into the operating room and is like you stop the surgery you're gonna kill him you're gonna make this kid live through a bunch of immunosuppressant medication for the rest of his life roll him over and then they just roll him over and then the cat is just clawed into his back (laughs) (laughs) they're like there's a cat that's clawed into his back and they're like oh oh man there's a dead cat that's (laughs) That latched onto his yeah. shoulder. Because the whole thing is he's like, oh, this cat had signs of, I don't remember what it's called, but lives in a house with termites poisoning. Yeah, and yeah. they go and they bring like a sledgehammer and they smash the wall and termites come flooding out. Yeah. And here's my, they... well, here's my pitch. What? Yeah. Would you, sorry. Why didn't they, why, why? How'd the family not know? That was so many termites. Did they not notice termites running around this? Here's my pitch. Instead of him saying a name, which House assumes is a cat, and then decides that this cat must have had termite poisoning, why not have him hallucinate he has bugs on him? And then they'd be like, oh, that's a common thing people hallucinate enough act breaks (laughs) yeah Yeah, but that at least be like he said he had bugs on him and they'd be like that's a thing people hallucinate and house would be like i don't know no it's okay he'd be like i have termites on me or something and then house would be like termites that's too specific like it's normally they just say i've got bugs get the fuck out of here yeah Yeah. that's and then they'd be like well why would you and then he'd be like why didn't you tell me we had termites and he'd be like because i was too busy with amanda seafried Mm -hmm. and you done and ever so i would have told mom but she's gone you think amanda seafried the next time the dad said anything to her she was like well your house is covered in ants <laughs> yeah. so, all right am i a bad influence because you almost killed your son with your auntie house yeah you have a you have a termite your house is more termite than house yeah this is you, they should rename this show termite because there was more termite than house yeah maybe that termites were a metaphor for houses addiction to opioids yeah. And that oh. it was in its bones. <laughs> there you go. Think about it. They have. They also have one house at the end of the episode. Because then, so it turns out he's fine. And also, the cure was like for them for, to give him more I food. Point out. Wait yes! one second. Heart rocks. Wait what? <laughs> the, the, there's a whole plot point that's just like he would have been fine, but the hospital food is literally so bad. He oh, lost yeah. 14 pounds. Yeah. yeah. yeah and, and now they like, gotta give him a bunch of cake. Yeah, they're like, bring in a sm- bring in some smash. Where are we, Jersey? Bring it- yeah, bring yeah. in some smash burger. It's pretty good. Yeah, what if it's bring all in regional? The medical burgers I need Wawa. <laughs> I need a Taylor ham and Springsteen CD. Yeah, it's completely Jersey. Bring in twenty cc's of pizza from Lombardo's. No, not Sicilianos. You want him to die, Lombardo's? I need a I need a pound of saltwater taffy from the boardwalk. His insurance will only cover famous Johns. Yeah. God damn it. This is the problem with the American healthcare system. Uh, we're, he only needs be, we're only going to be able to do the 
surgery in the stone pony in Asbury Park. It's <laughs> where Bruce Springsteen got his start. We can all... This is how he ends up charging uh, like really good food to just like, oh man, no, it's Nigabi Peter Lugers. He's yeah. three it's steaks, like, slop, uh, sloppy steaks from Peter Lugers. Um, that is and then so at the... funny. Wait, the idea that it is that it, that for no reason at all, the writers decided to make it hyper specific to South Jersey. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just really such a. They should do funny. that in every house episode. It should yeah. just be like, this should be. If I ever see, uh, maybe we should have. Uh, <laughs> yeah, if we ever get. Yeah. I was like, if we ever get Chris Gethard on the pod, just pitch <laughs> him on the idea of just rewriting every house episode to put in a bunch of very specific Jersey references Jersey, that they yeah. should, that they should all be saying. Um, and then at the end, Wilson's like, where, actually, where, was, where's the patient? He's in the hospital, which is exit, which is exit 15 <laughs> off the turnpike. <laughs> yeah. He said he saw the moth man. <laughs> Where'd you what? find him? The Izod center. Anyways, continue. Wow. This is, uh, they need to wow. do more. You're Jersey. telling me they live in Fairlawn? Like where Andrew's Bubby lived? <laughs> <laughs> and where his parents grew. I did this exact same thing where I said to Liz, I was like, oh, Fairlawn, that's where my Bubby lived. When obviously the the way uh, an adult, someone who's not a child would phrase that is, that's where my mom grew up. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's the way a child thinks of the place where their parents grew up is, that's where my grandma lives. Oh, you're Jewish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you're newish. Newish? No, not so much anymore. What? Dirty thirties. Yeah. Baby. Hey, you, you got the face you got a face for Hollywood, Toots. Thank you. Yeah. Show me some skin. You Ooh. wanna make it? Huh? Ooh. You wanna make it? Ooh. The um oh, at the end it turns out that this was Wilson's idea, which he doesn't tell House, but Cuddy's like, you think he'll ever figure out it was your idea mm -hmm. to do this? gamble with people's lives to this deadly game to do this squid game of mm -hmm. hospital proportions well so, i'm happy i'm happy that the kid made it out though yeah yeah that's a real heck of a time though they yeah. said just give him the jughead treatment protocol <laughs> <laughs> you know what's wild when i i had cancer when i was a kid and there was an episode of er where this kid was my age had my cancer and looked like me. And that was like freaky. There's a picture of that, it somewhere on my Instagram. That feels like the Sopranos episode when uh, Junior is starting to have um, oh, dementia. And he thinks and he he's turned... the, seven, the, the Six Flags guy. No, he thinks he's he's watching um, Curb, uh, Your, Curb enthusiasm. Your Enthusiasm. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he sees him and Jeff Garland. And he thinks yeah. it's he's like he says to Bobby Bacala, like, why are we on the TV? <laughs> um the the okay so it turns out that and then wilson like gives some talk to house where he's like don't you understand ever since you've been on the pills like you've been acting like an asshole of course we'll later see a flashback episode where it turns out he's always been an asshole also, I guess the only way that he much. solves this medical mystery is that omar epps slips him a vicodin After yeah because he smashes his hand at one point during this episode house smashes that, his yeah. hand to take so he can have his hand broken so he can feel the pain rather than feeling the pain of his leg and his habit and he's still allowed to see patients yeah and wilson and cuddy both see this wilson treats him for it and is yeah. just like hey man a bet's a bet yeah 
We gotta do what you gotta Finish do. Finish out the week. Whole month? No clinical? Suck it up. <laughs> yeah. The uh so yeah, so that's that's uh that one. Um I think are we should we do the uh should we dip into some shipping report? Is there anything sure. else? Yeah. Lenny he uh he keeps track of uh who they're trying to pair up. You know, it takes a little while before anyone really gets together. I, think. I know. This show hates uh actually hates that shit which is kind of nice yeah because yeah, you by the time they do you're yeah. like that you can tell can, they were like they can only do it by accident anytime they try to make it be canon it's fucking terrible yeah, yeah. who wait is anyone hooking up besides for amanda seafried uh not uh, yet no not yet eventually are they leading um, anyone into each other this point i didn't really pick up on anything not yet yeah here well uh they stored earlier not in this episode very much except for house and wilson <laughs> yeah. but that's i feel like that's not even he like her he says she has a fat ass in this one actually yeah that's yeah. another thing so he's on once again he's on oxy going through withdrawals called says the house the person charged the hospital is a fat ass and she's like all right you want to make a bet you can't do oxy <laughs> wild hello this mm-hmm. uh so try to do i have a couple wiki things but should we do you want to do the shipping report yeah, and then we'll do that and then let's yeah let's do that um yeah so my first note was weird scene with the masseuse uh i hate the i think they stopped this eventually but the early scenes were like house and wilson deal with their sexual tension by just uh being porkies and like sexually harassing women are not my favorite um and but then i wrote much better scene where wilson treats house's wounded hand like that was just sexy yeah um and then at the end well, that like that really... she was competent that showed that she had like medical acumen <laughs> am i wrong i mean like that's what because i feel like her arc was i mean her arc was like sex work until the hand thing. Yeah, oh yeah, the masseuse, yeah. She was clearly good at her job. Yeah. Um, And then I thought there was a very earnest, dramatic House Wilson scene towards the end when he confronts him about how he's been different. And I thought that was really, uh, really elevated their relationship. Um, And then also wrote that just Cameron is clearly into house when he's physically falling apart because that's her thing and mm-hmm. uh it's one of the times i've liked them more I, I i get cameron's thing for physically falling apart guys yeah everyone's got to have a type yeah mine for a while famously were just uh jewish lawyers that hated me <laughs> that was my preferred you, type. you'd see her every day in court and you were like <laughs> Also, there's well, a part yeah. where uh, where Cameron uh, says she w- she doesn't want to do something because she'll get in trouble with House, and Chase is like, "No, you won't. He loves you," which is just like first them like trying to push the House Cameron thing, but also just clearly Chase's own feelings about wanting a kiss from Daddy. Yeah, was the Jewish guy in this episode? No, right? The doctor doesn't show up yet. No, he's much like so. Both Wilson and Cuddy are Jewish, but. Though, but uh, what's his name? Tao. Uh, Tao. But what's the actor's? The guy who's like real Jewish, like uh, uh me looks like me looking Jewish. Uh, like, Peter uh, Jacobson. Peter Jacobson. Yeah, the guy who uh, you know, 
as uh, as I like to say, propaganda poster Jewish. Like sure, Wilson's Jewish. Yeah, they make reference to it in passing. This is he's sad. not as Jewish as Taub. I don't think he. I mean, if he's Jewish, that's fine. But he doesn't read Jewish to me. <laughs> they, I like that you're a Wilson truther. Yeah. Well, I mean, they do mention. Um, they do mention because House makes fun. Like House, like brings because House always does like uh, his. You know, hey, it's the two thousands. I make sexist jokes and racist jokes and whatever yeah. jokes about whoever. But remember it's that, okay. Hey, remember that episode where um, House spray paints a swastika in Cuddy's <laughs> office, and then she's like, "House, you are just on Vicodin. I'll give you twenty bucks if you don't do Vicodin for the next." Two years. <laughs> it's like. 20 bucks. I'd rather suck a homeless guy's dick for it. And she's like, house. Okay. How about two days? He's like sold. Uh, the, I needed to buy more drugs. This, uh, so the wiki says they, they do zebra factor, which is how rare something is. And it says, uh, 10 out of 10, it takes a lot of naphthalene to have this effect. And as such, the condition is very rare, which makes it, all the more bizarre. I mean, there are a lot of somehow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they also, so they have a trivia, a trivia section. And one says, uh, the title, which is detox is a double play on the patient needing to rid his body of the toxic naphthalene and house's ability to stop using narcotics for a week. I don't think it is. I just think it's, do we think, what do we think? Do we think that that was like, I didn't think it has anything to do with the ants. Yeah, I don't think you'd, you'd be like, oh, that's detox. Like, he detoxes by replenishing his fat cells. Yeah, I think it's just the house thing. You know what? Yeah. Wait, also, would okay, so he's like, he needs more fat because his body is opening up his fat cells for energy, which has the naphthalene in it. You know, call me crazy, but I think that this house wiki is really grasping at straws here. Oh, it does. <laughs> Defined meaning in an episode title. Uh, Here's another thing it's got. It says more about termites on Wikipedia with a link. <laughs> so someone watched this episode and they were like, it's termites. And they were like, all right, here we go. We're going to learn about termites. And then they There's were like. There's got to be at least one person out there who figured out that their house has termites because of this Wikipedia. Yeah. <laughs> wait, my cat died. It's like, wait a second. My son's in the hospital shitting blood. Oh, and no. wiping an imaginary cat. Oh, my God. Desk. Can you imagine the person coming in bothering their doctor because they're like their kid shit blood and they're just like, check my house for termites. <laughs> this may be crazy, but I need you. Know, what I mean, because it was it would be a proactive thing. So the dad would they bring the kid and the kid's convulsing and shitting blood. And the dad's like, and don't worry, I checked the walls. I don't have termites. <laughs> this is, by the way, also from the wiki. This is apparently the one that where they submitted uh, Hugh Laurie's performance for best actor nom. Did he win? I see that. No, he was nominated, but oh. uh, that makes sense. Sweatiest man. Yes, sweatiest. <laughs> yeah. He that was all real sweat. Yeah. I already want a local sweaty. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't sweaty at all. No, definitely not. For the uh, this is something where it says confused chronology. Cuddy assesses that House is taking twice as much Vicodin as when she hired him. That seems to indicate House has his infarction before he started working at PPTH. However, other timelines put his disability as happening about five years before the start of the series, being hired eight years before the series started. Or House was a Viking addict before he had justified reason to take it. I don't 
It's saying that I think I had an infection before he started working. All right. We're gonna. I think it is time right now for the billions report. Which is, uh, as I was telling, uh, I told Aton that the billions report where we talk about shows that aren't house briefly, normally based off uh, just what I happened to watch recently. I mentioned the morning show. The only other thing I'll say about the morning show is they do, I think, a pretty decent job of like having nuanced writing around the idea of like a guy be on a show being accused of, you know, this of, uh, uh, you know, inappropriate, uh, conduct and various allegations. Um, and that's handled in a pretty nuanced way. But then the other thing they have is Reese Witherspoon who they try and sell as this wild fascination of America because she is get this a Republican who only has center left views, <laughs> which was pretty much yeah. the whole plot of the newsroom where a uh, longtime friend and I and former roommate Gabriel Axe were would hate watch the newsroom. And our favorite bit was to do Will McAvoy go saying a very left wing opinion and then saying, and I'm a Republican. Yeah. The whole show was him doing that where he'd just be like, look, I think workers collectives need to organize to overthrow the bourgeois government and install a dictatorship of the proletariat. And I'm a Republican. <laughs> right. I'm pro-choice. I'm anti-guns. And, <laughs> and I am they a have, Republican. They have an episode where I want to say it's Catherine Hahn. No, it might be. I'm not going to look it up. But it's, it's someone. And she, she's like, you know, this woman he's going out with and he finds uh, a gun in her purse and you're like, and it's this whole thing where like the whole episode it's after, you know, the, the thing about the newsroom they did, which morning show also gets into some of this where it take, it's a fake news show for both of them that takes place a couple years ago in our real life chronology. Well, the second season takes place in uh, coronavirus time, right? Yeah, which they use to be like, there's the guy, they have like a bunch of scenes in the first couple episodes, this isn't spoiling too much, they have a bunch of scenes in the first couple episodes where someone's like, we need to do more reports on this virus in China, and the other people are like, that's not important, and they turn to the camera and go, wink. Mm-hmm. Um, it, uh, it reminds me of the, um, the Mike Birbiglia joke the one where he leads into something and everyone in the audience, like a story on this story, he was telling everyone in the audience goes like, Oh no. And he goes, I know I'm in the future now also. Um, Where they'll just have all these parts where they're just leading into all this stuff where they're, you know, just saying like, and of course we're all excited for the big open mouth kissing festival of April, 2020. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Get all close to a stranger and start talking loudly. Yeah. (laughs) They uh, so they. I assume like, you that know. I have to actually. I mean, I'll probably watch that today. I have to, but I assume that it's handled as heavy. Coronavirus is probably handled as heavy-handed as the sexual assault stuff is handed in the first season. The first, it was just so overdone. It was like, so like the dialogue wasn't believable. Like it just was like, here's a lesson, you know, like with no. I kind of think maybe maybe we're at odds with this. I kind of think they do. I don't know. I think they they find it over the course of the season where 
at the beginning, I think you have uh, it's 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 like a bit overwrought and like the stuff he's saying feels like a parody of what someone in that situation would say. Yeah. But I do think there is a scene I liked at least that I thought was like kind of interesting where because he's like this minor spoiler, not even spoilers really, but minor plot points of the first season of the morning show where he's meeting with Martin Short who's like a director slash he's like a um Bobcat Goldthwait type that's a weird example to give but someone who like seems to direct and star in movies and is like a comedy yeah. uh guy a Woody Allen type that's probably a good place to put it but like a goofier like he's Martin Short but if Martin Short had allegations um <laughs> and the whole thing is like he's talking with Martin short about how they should do a documentary about like the me too movement and about predators and having them try and deal with it. And Martin short keeps like trying to steer it into how they should use it as an opportunity to like smear the accusers. And Steve Carell's character keeps trying like hint along to at some point just be like, well, you know, you would have to come across as contrite. And he's like, but you wouldn't. And he says to him like, but you know, you're an actual predator. Which was like, I thought an interesting thing where they have this thing where like Steve Carell, you know, and where they clearly are trying to create this dichotomy between like someone whose behavior was more on the line versus like the Martin Short character who you're supposed to think is like a Harvey Weinstein type, I guess. I Um, I get like, I get the point and I understand that it's like an interesting plot dynamic. And listen, not all of that show is that bad. But some of it is like I feel like they handled everything because the dialogue was so clunky uh, and because the subject matter, which they didn't do anything new with it. All they did was like have Jennifer Aniston's take on it. Remember Jennifer Aniston goes on that rant in like the last episode. Like that's one of the weirdest. Like a Will McAvoy rant. She has a but it's like not. I think I think the writing as like a no, I think person like that. I think the writing is I think the moment to moment writing, like the conversational dialogue writing is pr- is pretty rough a lot of the time. Like which is why um, I, which is why I don't believe the point that they're trying to push across. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they, it makes it very hard to take it seriously, even though what they're saying is right and it definitely happens and stuff like, like I'm not saying that, but they're they're not the they're not the ones to do it to to make uh that yeah. story. The second season opens with Steve Carell in Italy, and they almost have like a thing pop up and just go, "Yeah, Italy, uh, that Italy." Yeah, heard of um, it? <laughs> wink, wink. Yeah. The uh, so the yeah the the whole thing with um, it there are parts of it that yeah remind me like very newsroomy where they're just like uh. Look, they wow, they had the correct take on this thing that happened right in the moment because yeah. the writers are writing about it from the future. Yeah. Um, I also saw uh, I saw the first like one of the first trailers for How I Met Your Father. Did you? Did either of you oh, see the trailer for this? Mm-hmm. Kim Cattrall's in it, right? Yeah, I'm. I before was like, oh, I'm not going to watch that. And then here's the thing I didn't realize, so or just didn't internalize yet is. We watched How I Met Your Mother um, for the first time during the pandemic, you know, because we watched a million things. And I watched it's like I watched it all the way through when it was happening. So this is so you have a separate perspective of this, because the thing I that, of course, is true 
but I didn't really think about because we watched all of it like this year was it was supposed to be a show about people in the future talking about our current time. And we watched it like almost closer to whenever, you know, almost closer to uh, Bob Saget time yeah. than uh, what's his face. Yeah. Wow, what, what, it's amazing when someone's on a super famous sitcom. Josh and then Radner. Like, Josh, Josh Radner. Radner. And then you're like, wow. Well, there are, uh, there are people on that show who have had a very successful career outside of the show. And then there's Josh Radner. Josh Radner has had a guy. No, he's been in stuff. I know. It's a comparatively. Yeah. Comparatively to Jason Siegel, Allison Hannigan. I guess Allison Hannigan has done that much stuff. She had more stuff beforehand. Um, I has she done much since How I Met Your Mother? That's what I'm saying. I don't think too much. I'm sure. By the way, they're going to bring in all the cast for different parts of How I Met Your Father. So, so the thing is, I watched also is that there was no small thing to be on How I Met Your Mother for all those years. Like that was like one of the bigger shows. Oh no, it was huge. I mean, it's huge, but it also weirdly feels like it aged much faster than some other stuff. Like watching it now, it's wild that it feels. So a few of the things I think I realized is it, it because it was like about the future looking back. I like thought of it as a period piece show just because we watched it so oh, that's recently. Interesting. So yeah, so when I saw the trailer for How I Met Your Father. I guess I didn't I assumed that this would be a show and I because of when we watch it I was like oh it's going to be like you know a girl a woman in 2006 or whatever dealing with this stuff and then they're done and there she's like kids in your day in my day we met people on something called tinder yeah. and I was like oh right because when how I met your mother aired it was a the future looking back on now and it's this new one is going to be like 2048 looking back on 2022. I mean, pivot it back nuts to me. We pivot it back to House's opioid usage. This did feel like a period piece in that he could have only have gotten away with getting this much Vicodin so freely in the early 2000s when the show was aired. Back when you could just go to the pharmacist now it's all locked up yeah pre now it's impossible to do what he did now but Every pill just, is yeah for. we'll 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 uh we'll move on and we'll start wrapping up soon but the 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 biggest thing that watching how i met your mother that was absent that i assume they're probably going to put in too much and really awkwardly like shoehorn in is like climate change stuff Cause it feels, I feel like there, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be like constant references where she was like, where it paused and she's like, Oh, sorry, kids. So snow was this meteorological phenomenon that used to happen or whatever, you know, or she'll be like, Oh, that's right. You know, we were able to go to like battery park because it wasn't underwater then or something like you could go without snorkeling. Like, I feel like there's going to be lines like that. Cause when you watch one of them, if she have to every once in a while be like, that's why we're in, we're America is Russia now. Yeah. That's why. That's why. Look, <laughs> this is what you just, she's like, you're like, Oh, right. They're speaking Mandarin. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, the, no, the thing what you, because one of the 
most dated things in the original How I Met Your Mother, other than uh, the fact that from Barney's character is like a rapist. Like you're like he's like, you know, he's like, oh, I just had a uh, Sleeping Beauty. What's that? It's when you drug a girl and then have sex with her, and you're just like Jesus. And they're all like, oh, and you're like, what? Yeah, you're all they're all like, oh, Barney, and you're like, Barney should probably be in jail. Yeah, um, I know that that's like the thing about. It. Also, Neil Patrick Harris has had like in the beginning of that show. Was he still in the closet? I think he came out over the course of the, of the show. show. So that must have been a wild like. I think it was. I mean, it's yeah, which almost helps that a little bit. Where you're like, I do think there's not that it should matter. Now you're doing I guess. Neil Patrick Harris doing an impression of a rapey dude. Versus Neil Patrick Harris playing a rapist. You're kind of, yeah, you're almost kind of like, well, I don't know. You're like, well, okay, he, uh, when did he, let's see when he came out. Um, uh, I'm on Wikipedia. It shouldn't make a difference, I guess, but I feel like there's part of it where you're just like, you know, you're like, well, we know he doesn't feel that way. So it's all. No, but it's not like that, though, because I feel like it, him doing an impression versus him doing something that's like all too close to home. You know, sorry, this is, I'm, I'm just looking at this first part and it says from 1997 to 1998, Harris dated actress, Christine Taylor in the 2008 appearance on the Howard Stern show. He discussed how the relationship made him realize his true sexuality. Uh-huh. And I'm just imagining her listening oh. to the interview where she's just like, Oh, I'm super excited to listen to my ex. You know, we're still on good terms. He's doing his interview mm-hmm. in the Howard Stern. show. Oh, all right. Well, I guess I'm glad I could help him. It's just it says uh, maybe he's very something. Very well, she nice. married. She married. Uh, what's his face? Ben Stiller. So she she survived. She's doing great. Yeah. No, I, it's also I mean he's the things he said are very nice. He says she's the coolest, nicest chick ever. She's an absolute catch. And if I don't feel anything with her, I'm definitely good. So you know, I mean, it was a very nice thing to say. It wasn't like that. Uh, he came out in. November 2006. So that was very early, I think. In the, uh, I think How I Met Your Mother came out in 2005. So like pretty early on. Um, but uh, yeah. So I and then the the only time I think they ever mention climate change is that Jason Siegel convinces like gets a job at an environmental. I, which law by firm. the way, his last name is Siegel. An an animal that gets yeah. affected by climate change. Okay. There, yeah. Okay. That's why I, I thought we were we're going. Did he? Uh, he, you know, his name. He was also an animal. Sorry in for that, throwing you off with that. Uh, no, no, it's fine. He was also an animal in that movie where he played David Foster Wallaby. <laughs> anyway, so uh, like they're probably. Movie. Yeah. The um. Someone that didn't read Infinite Jest. I... I didn't, I just saw the movie. I saw the the end of the trip, and I read uh, brief interviews with Hideous Man, which is like, which are like seventy, which is seventy five percent really good essays, and then like twenty five percent. Okay, I get it. Oh, and this goes on for forty more pages. Okay, um, but uh, yeah, there's like an episode where he's like, and kids. That's how Jason Siegel and Martin and Martin Short fixed climate change. <laughs> like, oh, okay, good. That um, happens in that happens in uh, what's it called? In morning. How show? I met your mother. No, it's a joke. 
Oh, what you were you saying in the uh, morning in show? The morning yeah. show. All right, we should probably uh, wrap start winding down. Give this yeah. uh, ratings. Um, you know, that's what we, that's the old saying. When uh, Andrew gets on his fifth hour of speculating about the How I Met Your Mother spinoff, that means it's time to start bringing the horse back into the barn. But uh, we rate from one to five Vicodins. Um, I'm going to give this one three and a half. It's pretty nuts. I like that it's nuts. It's a good house nuts amount. <laughs> um, oh, I did have. All right. Well, I'll do it after the reviews and then we'll end. You'll see. All I right, have no so basis for. It's hard for me to rate it because I haven't seen an episode of House in a while. But as uh, someone that just watched Dope Sick, I mean, I'll give it. A, I'll give it four. I'll give it four Percocets. You know what? I'll give it four Percocets and a dilated. How about that? Okay. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna give it three. I think this is very nicely typical it's kind of like what i would show people to explain what the show house is uh yeah it's enjoyable all right cool now before we finish if you'll both check your email i have sent a new picture of george costanza Ooh. uh as is our last recurring segment on the show uh i will ask do we think that george costanza this one is more or less hot than standard george costanza this is george costanza wearing like the ushanka hat that gets him in trouble because uh he leaves it at uh someone's apartment to try and come back and it's very valuable and he gets elaine into trouble uh definitely more hot i think more hot too. i think more hot also he seems yeah. like a russian uh oligarch who's got money you know what i mean yeah it's a good look like it mm -hmm. looks like you look at that and you're like he knows yeah, that guy he knows how to order and eat caviar this man mm -hmm. yeah exactly she's a very um, specific all right well uh i think it's time for plugs so Aton, you want to you want to plug some stuff you want yeah. people can watch uh inside the boys <laughs> also a lot of people say inside the boys is the recap show of the boys a lot of people say the boys really starts to show itself it's i heard i heard a lot of people episode. i heard a lot of people yeah. only watch the boys so they yeah. could fully appreciate inside the boys I that's the thing is that the boys is a really good primer for inside the boys. <laughs> it's a good wrap up show. Uh, yeah, I, I, at Aton the goalie, E I T A N T H E G O A L I E. Instagram, TikTok. TikTok's been doing okay. I just started TikToking, and I had a clip go viral. Excuse me, go viral on TikTok, and then they removed it for without. They were just like, this violates our terms of service. And I was, I was like, I messaged their, you know, customer service. And I was like, Hey, uh, why was this clip taken down? And they were like, it violates the terms of service. Please upload a different video. And I was like, okay, but why specifically? And then it just repeated that message. And I tried like three more times. I was like, can I talk to someone? Is this only going to be automated? And it just repeated that. And then I got a message right afterwards saying, what do you think of our customer service response? And I was like, bad. <laughs> I was like, I was like, why? And I was like, cause I, I asked a question and I got the same repeated message as though it wasn't registering my answer. At all. And they were like, take this message down and take this answer down and give another answer. Consider uploading yeah. another answer. Yeah, exactly. Um, 
Yeah, I'll uh, I'll do uh, so at uh, Andrew T- at Andrew Taven A N D R E W T A V I N on Twitter and andrewtaven.com is my website where it says uh, you know shows again not in the next couple weeks um, but uh, I had a, a yeah. hostile sh- I had a ho- hey Tom you ever done the comedy dungeon show that's back it's it's coming back I was oh, booked on it and I was like. Very glad that he was alive. Randy alive. Yeah, he's he made it through COVID. I'm no, I was at he emailed me. He was like, Hey, we're postponing some cards. Like, good. I kind of didn't. I feel like it's a like show a in New York. Show. Yeah, there was gonna be. Oh, no, I will. Come on. I mean, it's fun every time I do it. It's fun, but it is one of those like soul sucking shows. But it's no, sure. It's no, but it is. It's fun, and it's one of my favorite things about it is uh because it's a hostile show and you get like two danish guys a chinese person three argentinians you find out like what works internationally which is kind of cool the answer is what (laughs) well it's good that it was postponed to not create some sort of captain planet global when your powers are combined variant of everyone who is even in the hostel right now I don't know the craziest motherfuckers in the world. Um, anyway, so uh, hey, uh, follow me on talk TikTok. About my tweet. Oh yeah, I tweeted about House for this show. All right, talk talk about the tweet, and then I wrote uh, this is in quotations. It goes, "Uh, could you not do that in front of me?" And that is my impression of a patient watching Dr. House snort a line of Crush Up Vicodin while looking at my x-ray. That nice. is what the tweet. It's got a couple of likes. A couple it's a good of, tweet. It's got no retweets yet, Andrew. I think right. the audience would like it if you would go and retweet it. I'll retweet it. I'll retweet it. They can go back like uh, three weeks or whatever it'll be at this point and see. Yeah, um, okay. Anyway, so uh, the... Oh yeah, what was I? Oh, I got two two podcasts. This one, House of House, follow at House of House Pod, and uh, TV Nopes podcast. Check that out. Um, and uh, yeah, AndrewTaven.com will have whatever I'm doing listed. Sound snacks, maybe, oh, maybe out soon after this uh, episode uh, releases. Maybe. Maybe. maybe it's possible. Lenny, sorry for, uh, for sorry for pushing off. <laughs> The plugs and the episode and dragging this on while I talked about uh, how I met your mother for five hours. Um, yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Lenny Burnham and my other podcast is called Chapter Surfing. Um, you can find it wherever you get your podcasts if you want to hear me talk about TV shows that are based on books. All right. Yeah. And uh, thank you very much. And uh, from based all based on TV shows. What are there books based on TV shows? Sorry, sorry, TV shows based on books. No, I know. I'm saying, are there books based on? I get. TV could shows? you do that? You if said it there right. Was oh, okay. Yeah, but he's saying okay. If there was a book based off a TV show, actually, I bet there's a bunch. There is a lot. There's like yeah. Buffy and X Files. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Those Pokemon too- books they used to have that were like a novelization of a Pokemon episode, which probably said like. Pikachu said Pikachu. Yeah. I, it was a dumb comment. <laughs> no, nah, well, there are no dumb comments here. And now, from the House of House, I wish you all a pleasant evening. Thanks for listening, everyone.